Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Brooke. I'm Diana. And this is episode 92. Today, we're going to be talking about Fear the Walking Dead, season six, episode one, entitled The End is the Beginning. But before we dive in, Diana, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Brooke. Oh, that's so good to hear. I love it that we're dressed up for Halloween. Love it. I love Halloween. And that I have a green face today. <laughs> She's green. Um, so Diana looks, well, you, why don't you introduce yourself, Diana? <gasps> I'm Roz. <laughs> have you done your paperwork? <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly who she was as soon as, I, she didn't tell me who she was going to be. So I knew exactly who you were when I saw you. Thank you, Brooke. You're so yeah. good. I love it. I, I asked the boys and they're like, uh, uh, are you an old lady, an old teacher? <laughs> <They're> all- <laughs> and I'm like, how about Roz? And then one of them's all, oh yeah, I see it. I see it now. That is so it funny. funny. Yeah. I love it. Great job, Diana. Yeah. But even though we're not going anywhere, here we are celebrating. So I think it's awesome. Yeah. I know. I love I love getting dressed up. How are you? <laughs> Good. Just hanging in there. Well, I want to say you yeah. look amazing. I mean, even Aww. when you're dressed up, look at you. You look amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're so cute. Oh, thank you. I like my, my eye. Actually, David was scared of my eye. Oh, was he? Yeah. Yeah. I was. I thought that Riley, our, my, our dog, would be afraid of me, but he Aww. was fine. He, he was. was fine. Yeah. I don't know if it's because he heard my voice. I have no idea, but he was totally fine. That's cool. I like your hair, though. The silver looks so cool. <laughs> Thank That's you. awesome. Uh, I'm not going gray anytime soon. No. All right. Well, I really enjoyed this episode of Fear the Walking Dead. And... I've been sitting on something since watching this episode. So the title of this episode is The End is the Beginning. I want to know, what does that mean to you, Diana? The end is the beginning. I think it's quite perfect that they titled this episode because, look, you know, before we get into talking about what happened, we saw Morgan and we were re- reintroduced to who he once was. And throughout this episode, we saw some form of transformation. Yeah. Maybe that's something to that effect. Well, I agree. I think so. I think you're right. I think you're onto something. Also, it's interesting because at the very beginning, we see someone spray paint the end And then at the end of the show, we see them spray paint the beginning. Right. So that's interesting in itself, too. So, but I agree. I think that the end is the beginning is kind of like a butterfly, right? Yeah. Metamorphosis. Yeah, exactly. I think that's somehow, you know, what is is happening. Um yeah, because some things have to die or die out or change in order to uh, evolve. So yes. I agree. I think, I, I think that's what it might be. Because I was like, what does this mean? For like a couple of days now, I'm like, oh, 
And now just saying it out loud and talking to it, talking to you about it, I'm like, oh, okay. That's, that's what it has to mean, I think. So cool. I agree. I think that, yeah. And I think, and I hadn't thought about it either. I'm like, okay, it's just a title, whatever. They wrote it. We're going to find out. But I hadn't really sunk my teeth into it. So thank you. Thank you for bringing up that question. And we want to know what our listeners think that means. The end is the beginning. What do you think that means? Let us know. You can leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens or on our Screens and Focus Facebook page. You can follow us on our Instagram, subscribe to our website and YouTube channel. The link is in our show notes. Okay, so Brooke, tell me what were your overall thoughts on Ugh. Fear the Walking Dead season six, episode one? This was, I mean, wow, we're we're finally back and we get to see what happens in fear. So what did you think? Well, yeah, because uh, where we left off, you know, Morgan was on that porch. But this episode, I was really excited to see what happened to Morgan. The last time we saw him on that porch, those walkers were all coming towards him. And I thought, how is he going to get out of that? You know, and I did not expect to see Morgan walking with walkers that I did not expect. So what did you think about this episode? I loved it so much. Morgan definitely has nine lives. He really carried this episode. I loved seeing the newcomers, even though they were short-lived. This episode reminded me of earlier The Walking Dead episodes, like from the beginning. Uh, so the just the look and the feel of it, I felt surprised and excited about the episode. It was, to me, I, it rated up there like the top of Fear the Walking Dead. That's how much I love this episode. It was good. It, yeah. It rang really <laughs> good to me. You can ring my bell. Ring my, my bell. My bell. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I loved it so much. We met some new characters. And first we met Emil. And he was camped out cooking beans in the forest. And then a man comes running into his camp, trips over his sound barrier. Emil was so kind, warm and inviting. And I was actually hoping that this guy would be a good guy. Sorry, that made me laugh. It's true. I was like, oh, this is so nice. He's like going to feed this guy, like panting, all running from something. You know, if that were me, like somebody comes into my camp, all huffing and puffing. Oh, they're they're chasing me for days. I'd be like, well, you can't be here. You got, you're going to have to leave. You yeah, know? exactly. But he like invited him in. And like the invitation reminded me a lot of John Dory. Um, but when the hound started barking and then I realized that this may not be or turn out the best for this guy. So when Emil tells him that that's his dog, yeah. he looked up and I think he realized that Emil is the headhunter that has been chasing him. Well, that guy got who was hunting him, Emil's massive axe. <laughs> and with one swing, he decapitates him and puts his head in a box. Yeah. So I guess Virginia hired um, Emil to find that guy. And then she then hired Emil to find Morgan as well. So then he takes this empty box and writes Morgan's name on it. So Emil is a bounty hunter. And I just feel that that's so interesting that there is such in an apocalypse. Yeah. But I guess, you know, all personalities 
tend to want to do certain jobs. So it probably works for him. Although I kept yeah. thinking, what does he get from people, you know, like to do these things? I mean, what can they offer him? It's not like money has the same value that it does in a regular society. So, right. but actually, I think it was someone else that hired him to kill that guy because I think he said he was going to Galveston to complete his mission. And oh. so, um, but I'm not really sure. We'd have to relook at that. But that Emil is so scary to me. I would not want to go up against him. He had this intense stare that he would just kind of, it was almost like he could see through your soul, like he could tell if you were lying. And I was like, oh, I would not want him looking at me. He's going to be able to tell all my thoughts. And then I'm trying to put one over on him just to keep alive. So yeah, that was interesting. Well, yeah. And then like, how did you miss that giant um, medieval axe? you know, that he had thrown over his shoulder like that. Jeez, I'd be like, oh, this is not a good situation. I'm hungry, but I got to (laughs) go. I got somewhere to be. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think about our main event? Oh, Morgan. Yeah, Morgan. So I was shocked that the walkers didn't want to eat him. We hadn't really seen that before. So it was great to see that element in the Walking Dead universe. Of course, we've seen that in World War Z with Brad Pitt. Um, But, um, you know, it's like the zombies knew when someone was sick and they would look right past those people because they didn't want to get, you know, tainted meat. So, you know, that was interesting. Yeah, I know. And I, my question about Morgan is who stitched Morgan up? Um, the last we saw him, he was bleeding out. And then, uh, we see it like, I guess, patched up or kind of healed over. And, uh, also want to know, uh, that Morgan has a letter and so far, I don't think we know who wrote it. Um, and then being that he's, you know, been patched up and he's basically the flesh is rotting. Uh, he's able to walk amongst walkers and he smells dead. I, for some reason thought that he was bitten and then turned into a part Walker (laughs) human. Yeah. Um, well, it was easy to be confused. Yeah. I know. And then like the coordinates that he wrote into the backpack, I was like keeping an eye on that. So I, I don't know. I mean, he just, he definitely seemed like he was, he was not uh, in a good place. What else did you notice about Morgan? Um, you know what? I want to say something about you wondering about who stitched him up because I kept thinking that also, but then I, with everything else that was happening in this episode, because so much happened that was so good, that I kept forgetting about that. So I'm glad that you've brought it up because I want to know too who stitched him up. Now, that letter said basically that they had heard his messages and that they want him to basically keep going. I, I believe it said something like he helped them and that he's important. And he needs to keep doing this. But I still think it could be Sherry. I just think it might be her, unless it's a new person that we're going to, you know, going to be introduced to. But um, I'm so eager. I'm so eager to find out. 
there's some really good fans out there because uh, there was a lot of speculation so that it's Sherry, but then some, I came across somebody's uh, blog and uh, they were saying that that's not Sherry's handwriting. She writes in cursive. Oh, oh, they're good. That's true, know, right? Yeah. So <laughs> that's good. I like I it. I like it. Thank yeah. you. So, yeah. so, and at the limo, it was interesting to hear Morgan tell the walker, I'm right here. He, I mean, he's so weak. Why would he put himself at risk like that? It's, you know, it's like he's tempting fate. And I want to know who designed the interior of that water tower. I, it was just the coolest looking place. It had yeah. mattresses and quilts. I mean, I can't imagine it was Morgan. He couldn't have carried all of that up there. I don't well, think. Well, no, because we, we saw how he had to climb up the water tower in his backpack. I mean, just getting his backpack full of supplies up there was a difficult task. So right. I don't know how he could have gotten mattresses, multiple mattresses up there on his own. Exactly. And then uh, Isaac. Oh, my gosh. He was someone that I liked right away. I really liked the chemistry between him and Morgan. They got along well. I liked his character so much. He was smart, strategic. He was brave. He was in the military and he knew how best to help Morgan. And he tells Morgan he has a safe place. And Morgan wonders why he's telling him this. And he says, you give me my family and I'll take care of yours. And it reminded me so much of Rick and Morgan, that relationship. And um, it was also very scary when Morgan tells all the walkers, I'm right when, you know, he brings them back before they go into uh, where um, Isaac and his family is holding up. He uh, says, I'm right here. And he fights them all off. And he does it with one hand. I'm like, ah, I love you, Morgan. You're so awesome. You're so awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he he was so badass. Like, where did he get that second wind, you know? I know. And I love how he, like, uh, throws up his uh, weapon and, you know, gets it with his hand so that he can, like, sta- I mean, I want to be able to do that, <laughs> you know? We have yes. a, if we're chased by some zombies or something, I want to be able to handle my weapon like he handled his. Yeah. So he's awesome. Yes. He Love Morgan. Yeah. Um so when Emil and Rufus hunt down Morgan and Morgan is with Isaac, again, I didn't know how Morgan was gonna get out of that. I really thought that was his fate. Plus, Isaac, he was really brave to face intimidating Emil. Yeah. I mean, he just goes outside with the, you know, to, to go and talk to a man with a giant axe that would scare anyone off. Um, and so then, you know, Rufus is like sniffing the door. Emil's like, oh, well, why is Rufus so interested in what's going on in there? So when he goes inside, you see Emil like smashing cabinets. He found Morgan's bloody blanket. Um, in that thrift shop. Yeah. And how did Morgan escape the thrift shop without Emil or Rufus noticing? Rufus is a hound dog. That's, That's true. his job. That's true. 
Yeah. So, but for that scene, when they're talking outside with Isaac and uh, Emil, I really liked that scene. I liked how the old Western theme with the whole, come out with your hands up. And then they're like negotiating the bounty hunter. And we've seen that in movies so many times, like Django and even in Back of the Future 3 with Doc. Yeah, I just thought it was perfectly nostalgic to have added this into the whole Southwest vibe. Yeah, I loved it. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I loved it too. Yes, and so uh, when Emil finds Morgan and Isaac, this was another intense segment. So Morgan oh, at the dam. Yes, when he yeah. when he finds them inside. And uh, we hear, you know, they hear the dog barking and they know that he's arrived. They found us. And Morgan, you know, basically tells um, Isaac that he wants them to be safe because, you know, he has a wife and she's pregnant. And so Morgan wants to give himself up to Emil to save their lives. And Emil says, this is not open to negotiation. And Morgan tells him he's trying to make it easy. That's got to count for something, which are words that would often come out of Rick's mouth. And I loved hearing it. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's something Rick would say or has said. He has said it. So I really liked that. Yeah. You know, with Isaac, I'm just curious how he and his wife had escaped uh, Jenny's group. Um, And then also Isaac was bitten before he even met Morgan. Mm -hmm. So Isaac really needed help and insisted on Morgan helping build the community. And yeah, I just think that the, the determination was there. I mean, he was like willing to uh, fix Morgan up with his um, uh, military uh, experience. Yeah. And so I was like, gosh, why is he so determined to do that? And it just made sense when he showed the bite. I will say, though, Morgan trusted Isaac and Isaac trusted Morgan before they really knew each other. So I just thought that was telling. Um, I just really like the characters. Yeah. But um, so Me yeah, too. so Morgan sits there in front of Emil, ready to get his head chopped off, which I mean, he really thought he was going to die. He closed his eyes, but Isaac comes out and tries to help. And the battle was so intense and so good. And that's when Isaac reveals, you know, that he's bit and tells Morgan that he, he has to survive and be that person. Mm. And um, then Morgan and Emil continue to fight and Morgan uses his training skills and uses Emil's weapon against him, which was so cool. And he did not think he was going to do that. You know, he thought he said you didn't have something about you didn't have it in you or you couldn't do it before. And I'm not really sure exactly what he was referring to. Maybe when he shot him, he didn't shoot him in the head. Oh, I don't know. Right. But, but he chops his neck off. And I'm like, oh, my God, Morgan. You're, I just Morgan is just like filling everything, every box <laughs> that I would want him to. Yeah. I and, forgot that uh, he shot Emil. Yeah. But it was in the arm. So, cause I, cause Isaac was saying, Hey, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, Morgan. And so the Morgan shot him, but he shot him in the arm. Yeah. Um, so Morgan finally tells Isaac 
the message that he asked about earlier. And he says, I told them to live, just live. So I feel that Isaac really helped Morgan find humanity again and gave him hope and vice versa. So his messages found their way to Isaac and then Isaac saves Morgan. Right. So it was kind of full circle where they both helped each other. Uh, Because if it wasn't for Morgan, he would not have tried to escape because he tells him earlier on, you know, I wanted what you were what you were saying. I didn't want what Virginia was giving us. We didn't want our child to live like that. Yeah. So we wanted the hope and the future that you were giving us. So what Morgan put out there saved them, you know, and then Morgan was saved and transformed by the person that Isaac was. So I just really love that. And I am so sad that Isaac died. I'm so sad. Yeah, I was pretty sad too. What other thoughts did you have in this episode? Well, first of all, I cringed every single time that Morgan's wound would get pressed into, or if it would start leaking I was like, oh my God, I would catch it. I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes, it was horrible. Yeah, Yeah. so painful looking. I was like, yes, that looks like agony. Um, And I really like the new Morgan. I love that he is able to reinvent his persona. Uh, Once he broke the staff, I was heartbroken and wondered what he would decide to do. But we all know now he is medieval (laughs) in the Southwest. and then people we talked about earlier are interested in who wrote that letter and who stitched him up. Um, I really do hope that we find out who it is. I also heard that people are still suspecting that Madison will be back. So I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Well, they never showed her uh, dead. Yeah, that's true. So you, we just, but I still can't, well, who knows if Rick can be gone this long I guess she can be gone because I thought she could never leave her kids, but who knows? Yeah. That would be so awesome if that would happen. Yeah. And then, you know, the end is the beginning. I want to understand why those people wrote that on that yeah. uh, submarine. I know. Who are these guys? You know, and yeah, the submarine. Do they need two keys to launch that missile? But what, how can you use the missile? I, I don't know. It's all, I can't wait. I'm excited. Maybe it has to do with the, you know, CRM people. I don't yeah. know. Maybe this will all come together. Maybe. So did you notice that the dog is now with them? I, I, I just thought it was that. so funny. I just love, and the dog's all, yeah. yeah. The dog's all, I'm with you now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. And then that they named that baby girl Morgan. That was so sweet. Perfect name. Perfect name. Yeah. And then I noticed right away that Morgan's eyes were no longer red when he had healed. Yes. uh, When he woke up. And then when the head is delivered to Virginia, she smirks as she walks over to it because she thinks Morgan's head is in the box. And I wanted to slap her, but she opens the box. It's Emile's head and she laughs. So that was interesting that she found it amusing. Right. And as she's walking away, she tells Morgan, you know, 
they just need to think you're dead and all these other things. And uh, he says some things to her and uh, she kind of gives a huff like she kind of got. I don't know. Like she was a little bit alarmed, like she didn't expect him to respond. So I thought that was kind of cool Um, that he's still getting to her. He's still. And I like it. I like that uh, she can be affected by him. Yeah. And did you notice that Walter turned really quick into a zombie head? I mean, who's Walter? Walter's the head that um, Emil chopped off his head in the beginning. Oh, and then he put it in the box. He's already a walker. Or maybe it was before he put it in the box. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It feels like it's been three minutes and the guy's already <laughs> a walker. That's funny. You know? Because yeah. sometimes it takes longer. Yeah. Right? Depending on who it is. Right. And then I did notice that in the – toward the beginning when they were at that western town that he was looking at the baby stuff. I know. Because he knew that Grace is pregnant. So – um, yeah, I thought that was so cute that he's looking at the baby stuff. It's cute. Yeah. Oh, Morgan's going to be a dad. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, they get together. Yeah. I mean, it's not his. It's not his. <laughs> He'll be. Oh, but, but they love each other. Yes. So true. Yeah. So, Brooke, yes. with this episode, I want to know who you would give your award to. What was your favorite quote? character or moment well i give my award to isaac for his courage bravery and determination to ensure that his wife and newborn can have a future and a safe place he is truly honorable and i love his character and i was really sad to see him bitten and in turn losing his life and leaving his beloved family so for all that he did i give my award to isaac I love that because I really liked him. I, Brooke, I really liked him Me a too. lot. I was like, oh, good character. Yeah. I, I wish and that he would stu- had stuck around longer. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Well, who do you give your award to? What was your favorite <laughs> character quote or moment? It's Morgan. Morgan. <laughs> I mean, how can I not give it to Morgan when I said this was probably the best episode of Fear the Walking Dead or pretty near the top? So Lenny James, he's so good. And you know that this premiered on Lenny James' birthday. So it was really quite amazing that it was his birthday and then he was the main part of this episode. So I just thought that was kind of cool. Um, and he tells Virginia... Morgan Jones is dead and you're dealing with someone else now. He has his cowboy hat on and he rides off. I mean, Morgan has evolved and I love it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so happy. Great job. Great episode. Yep. Love it. Well, thank you, Diana. That was a great uh, award and send off to the birthday boy. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so let's let's um what are your thoughts on uh The Walking Dead The World Beyond season Ooh. 1 episode 2? Yeah, you know what? I watched it twice because the first time I had completely forgotten everything. So when I rewatched it, I remembered, oh yeah, Felix has a past and he had to come to terms with his parents' relationship in this episode. So I really feel his pain and he did a really good job in this episode. Um, he's a trainer or an educator 
on taking out empties, and that's what they call walkers. And unfortunately, his students are actual young people, and they show the struggles that they're having in the world beyond. So they're very amateur, and clearly they need practice on taking out empties. But what better experience than the real world beyond? The fire that has been burning for years is so very interesting to me. I'm intrigued. I was curious as to what was really burning in burning and to see them get lost in all that smoke and find those massive piles of tires that were burning. I just thought that was just crazy, crazy episode. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What stood out to you in this episode? I agree. I love learning about Felix's past, which was really sad. I mean, how could parents disown their child like that? I mean, it's crazy to me. And even worse in the apocalypse. I, I don't know. Uh, I didn't like it. and But I'm glad they gave him a backstory and, and shared it with us. So, you know, it was good. Yeah. Um, and that this fire is called the... I don't know if they call it the BOG or the B-O-G, but it stands for Blaze of Gory. And some think it's a biblical ongoing fire to mark the end of times. But Elton and others believe it's a tire fire that can last for decades. Like you said, I mean, I I had no idea. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. This fire that's lasting for so long, but it attracts all the walkers. So it's a hard place to pass. But um, they're trying to figure out how to get past it and um, they make a plan to get to the tornado alarm to set it off and distract the walkers to give the group a chance to cross it uh, more easily. But while they're asleep, Hope carries out the plan on her own. And I'm thinking, man, she is brave, this little girl. And oh, I don't know. We'll see if they get across on the next episode. Yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good learning all this stuff about them. It's good. I, I'm starting to really understand the premise. It's kind of like um, Stranger Things. Uh, uh, the what is it? Is it? Um, oh, Stand by Me. Like I love when there's like oh, yes. young people yes. in a group being in the, and showing us their bravery, like in it chapters. You know, I just I like the the young. Uh, characters and their bravery. It just really stands out to me. So I'm really excited about the show. Yeah. So Brooke, tell me what else are you currently watching? Okay. So I just wanted to bring up this show on HBO. It's based off of a novel, a Stephen King novel that he wrote in 2018. And it's called The Outsider. And it stars Jason Bateman. And uh, it starts out as, well, okay. So there's other star um, cast and you'll recognize who they are. I just didn't bring in all the research uh, to name everybody, but it's worth checking out for sure. I've only watched like one or two episodes of it, and um, it starts out with, uh, it seems like there's a a homicide, like a young boy was killed in a forest in there in Georgia, and the body, he's got like, like, it looks like human bite marks all over his body, and there's like saliva, and so they're doing all these testing. Well, a little girl uh, claims that she saw Jason Bateman's character come out of the forest uh, all bitten. Have you seen it? 
I did. Oh, okay. Yes. Did you bring it up? I'm sorry. I'm not sure if you've already it's discussed okay. it. It's okay. Yes, but that was a while ago. Oh, so okay. we're good. So I just like, oh, I always see what this is. And anywho, uh, I really like it. I think it's really creative. I was really surprised to see what happened to the main characters, um, you know, leaving the courtroom. And I was like, whoa, what's going to happen now? So I kind of left off there um, where there's, it looks like there's a, just a big mess. A big mess. And it's good. Yeah, I'm excited. I like it. Okay. I like it. It's good. Cool. Well, I'm glad that uh, you know all about it. And so I'll just keep watching it to see uh, what more they get into. And then I introduced Twilight, the Twilight Saga, uh, to the kids. And Gemma and I, so I watched maybe three or four of this, uh movies in the past when they first released. I read a majority of the books and I just felt like I had no one to really enjoy the movies with until now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Gemma loves Twilight. Like the books that she reads online in school, they get like, they get to choose library books and she's reading as many books on Twilight as possible. She'll like what? tell me, mommy, look, there's, there's Edward, there's Bella. And she <laughs> talks about Twilight every day. So like if she were of age, when this movie series and book series oh, released, her whole yeah. bedroom would have been Twilight. Her yes. backpack would have been Twilight. Like everything <laughs> Twilight. So she's going to get some surprises for Christmas. Let oh. me just tell you. It's really, it's actually really hard to find uh, Twilight merchandise. Uh, now? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's been like, what, oh. 10 years or something. So Yeah. I like Twilight. So that's great. Yeah. She loves it. So if any of you who don't know what Twilight is, teenage vampires for the past 200 years. <laughs> so, yeah it's awesome yeah. i like it i'm excited cool. about it what are yeah. you watching well i'm watching the haunting of bly manor which um is an extension it's an anthology uh the haunting of hill house was the first uh, season and now this is the second season so i'm going to be talking about this on our halloween episode so you can hear more about it in that episode 94. Cool. But it is good. I do like it. So I would recommend that during this time, especially Halloween. But I'm also watching The Boys, which is on Prime. Um, and this is the, you know, the seven who are superheroes and they're famous and adored, but behind closed doors, they abuse their powers. And the boys are vigilantes looking to bring down the corrupt superheroes. And this is all led by Billy Butcher, who despises the superheroes and or the super powered people. And uh, and then the seven is led by um, Homelander, who is uh, drives me crazy. I do not like him at all, but it's really good. I'm on season two. That's all there is, is two seasons, but I'm not quite done with it yet, but I cannot wait. Um, it's like the thing that I keep trying to go to as much as I can to see the rest of it. Cool. So I'm really enjoying that. It's very graphic and, um, but I like it, you know, I mean, have you seen it, Brooke? Are you watching it I'm at all? I'm not watching it right now. I checked out like maybe the trailer or, and I've been meaning to watch it. I just had not, uh, you will like it. it. Okay. You'll like it. Um, the Real Housewives of um, Orange County is back. Oh. And so here I'm going for my ride again with those women. So it's been oh, I didn't even know <laughs> interesting. <they started. laughs> 
Yeah, it started two weeks ago. Dang. I used to and watch it when the kids are in school and now they're at home, so oh, it's kind of yeah. hard. <laughs> and then on your recommendation, Brooke, I watch Brothers Sisters. So, oh, yeah. Um, it's a Western with Joaquin Phoenix and John C. Riley as notorious assassins on Jake Gyllenhaal in Riz Ahmed's trail. It's a dark comedy and it was really fun to watch. So you, I you really liked it. it. Cool. Yes, I did. Yes. Quite so a surprise, though, huh? There were like some twists. Yes. Well, what I liked about it is it felt kind of real, right? It, it, it felt like something that would really happen. Yeah. Uh, just the way they would talk because sometimes things were funny, sometimes things were not. Um, so I really appreciated that. So I thought it was a good movie. I liked it. Yeah. So thank you, Brooke, for your recommendations. Thank you. And hopefully, hopefully our listeners will check some of them out. Yeah. And thank you, Diana. I'm, I cannot wait to start the series, The Boys. Or Boys. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, The Boys. Yeah. Well, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something we said today resonated with you and gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend we would love more members of our TV club. If you could do us a big favor and rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, we need your feedback. Yes, that would be great. Thank you. We'll also be uploading a new episode in a couple of weeks. Our next shows will be on Fear the Walking Dead, Season 6, Episodes 3 and 4. And we're still following the world beyond. So you could find our website listed in our show notes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.